On today's episode, I want to talk about building your crates and time management, Serato DJ Pro, and some DJ TLM TV updates. This is Share the Knowledge. For the last 22 years, I've been rocking stages, playing in clubs, and having a lot of fun as a DJ and turntablist, and I've seen and learned a lot. Now it's time for me to share that knowledge by answering the questions that can help you become a better DJ. I'm DJ TLM, and this is Share the Knowledge. Hey guys, what's going on? It's your boy DJ TLM, and you're checking out the Share the Knowledge podcast right here on Anchor, SoundCloud, and iTunes, or you're checking out one of the video clips on my YouTube channel, DJ TLM TV. Share the Knowledge is my educational podcast for DJs. I receive questions from all over the globe. If you want to ask me a question for a future episode, you can check me out basically anywhere. You can go to the YouTube comment section. You can go to Instagram, Facebook, or just send me an email, djtlmtv at djtlm.com, and maybe I'll answer your question on a future episode. Now, I'm going to start today's show with a quick DJ TLM TV update. First of all, you only have two days left to send me your submission for the Saturday Super Session Part 7. Now, I'm not going to explain the concept again. I did that on the last two episodes. So just go to DJ TLM TV and check out the SSS7 video if you still want to join. Now, sticking to the topic of the DJ TLM TV update, I want to talk about content. Now, I know a lot of you are waiting for new tutorials. You've been requesting a lot of reviews. And I just wanted to share a little bit of the plan for 2018 because I feel that's very important. Now, some of you might already know I went full time when it comes to my YouTube channel this year. And I want to make sure that I deliver a steady flow of content. Now, this podcast right here actually plays an important part in that because every week I'll record my podcast, I'll take a couple of clips from the podcast and use those as videos for the channel. So every week you'll get at least three new videos, share the knowledge videos, discussing all sorts of topics. Now that's just the foundation. I want to make sure that you guys have that. That is now in place. You might have noticed like the last couple of weeks or months, you're getting a lot of that material. Now that that's working, now I can focus on what I really want to bring this year, and that's a lot of reviews and tutorials. And I'll be very honest, the reviews are definitely going to take some more time. So I'll probably start dropping my first reviews in a month, maybe a little bit more. I'm not going to rush into anything. The first videos are now into place. That's working fine. Now I'll start with some reviews because I have a lot of material right here. So tomorrow I'll start with an unboxing video and a first impression video of the turntables that I'm rocking in the studio right now, the Denon DJ VL12s. And after that, I'm going to do some reviews the VL12, the SE5000, the X1800 when it comes to Den and DJ, and I'm about to receive a lot of new Pioneer DJ equipment as well. That's just the first step. I've told you already, I went to dance fair like a week ago and I made some new contacts. I'm gonna try to get as much material in here, as much DJ gear, a lot of kit, so I can give you guys a lot of reviews. So I just wanted to share that with you guys because it has me very excited that I have a lot of stuff lined up and I can't wait to get started. So first thing I'll be doing here in the lab is working with a lot of this equipment and putting it to the test. And I'm looking forward to share my opinion with you guys as soon as I can. 
So let's go to a question right now. This question is from John. This has to do with building your crates and time management. But to be more specific, it has to do with spending time on building your crates. So the question is, I just started mixing this year with my controller software, and I've been watching Laidback Luke, Ella Skins, and you on YouTube. How do you manage your time building your crates, especially if you're into other genres? Do you spend a day or maybe a week sifting through a certain genre of tracks, then practicing it for later uh, for your sets? If it helps, I mainly listen to trance and techno, and I also dabble in house hip hop and glitch as well. For me personally, at this moment, I'm spending almost zero time on building my crates. Um, that is really because my main focus right now is my YouTube channel. But this has been a problem in the past, especially since I went digital. It's a lot easier to get a lot more music, but it makes it a little bit harder to have everything sorted the right way. I've been struggling with my crates for years. I've talked about that in several videos that... Um, my main goal still is to get my crates smaller because I feel they're too big. I have too much music. Uh, I was playing yesterday at a gig and I just find myself scrolling through certain crates way too long because they just hold too many tracks. So I wanna have my stuff more specific, um, but I totally understand what you're talking about. When I check the DJ pools and when I get new music, it's hard for me to get the time now to sift through everything and um, pick out the tracks that I really want. Most of the times I'll do that on the day of my gig uh, if I can find a couple of hours during the day and I'll try to go through tracks, listen to tracks, see if I hear anything that I wanna use. Now for me, that works because I play freestyle so I don't have to prepare a set. I just wanna make sure that I hear the tracks and whenever I hear a track that gives me that feeling like, okay, this might work or I definitely wanna play this, then I'll just put that in a crate and bring it. But if I had the opportunity right now, if it was higher on my priority list, because I could definitely make time, but it's not that high on my priority list, um, I would try to make as much time as needed to get your crates in order so that they're at least good to go. Now, of course, after that, you can add more stuff, but you want to make sure that the foundation is there. So for all the different genres that you play, you want to make sure that you have crates that you can take to a club right now and rock a set with them. Now, after you reach that, then you can start to really build those crates, expand those crates a little bit by adding maybe some more new stuff or um, some stuff that you haven't heard in a long time. You go through all of that to see if there's more in there that will work in those crates. But the first priority should just be to make sure that your crates are ready for a good gig. Uh, I know that's a little bit vague, uh, especially for your genres. I'm not into those genres. I'd have no idea how it works when it comes to the buildup, uh, playing prime time uh, or playing later sets um, compared to when I play hip hop and R&B. To me, that's much more clear to understand what type of music to play when and how I would maybe arrange certain crates. Um, but when it comes to that time management, once you have those crates in order, I would find like a day a week, especially if you really get a lot of new music on a weekly basis and go through all of that new stuff 
and add what you want to add. Maybe make some extra crates with just the newer stuff that you might want to experiment with during your gigs. And the ones that work end up in your crates. The ones that don't work might just get deleted again. Um, it's just a different situation now. Back in the day, you would go to the record stores every week. You would get new music maybe every week, but it wouldn't be the same amounts of music that are available to us DJs now. If you want to, and you subscribe to a DJ pool or two, and you get connections on SoundCloud with the producers, you could get hundreds of new tracks every week. So it all depends on how much work you put into getting all those tracks if you get more you're gonna need more time to sift through everything and build those crates correctly so that's all up to you so let's get into some tech news right now and i want to talk about serato dj pro now i talked a little bit about this after nam because there were some talks about the serato dj pro software uh that's when i found out that there were actually already like beta test groups and i knew nothing about it at that time now during dance fair i talked to serato they showed me serato dj pro and um there were definitely some updates in there that were pretty, pretty cool. But even then, I didn't really understand that Serato DJ Pro would just replace Serato DJ. So it's not like you have Serato DJ and that you have Serato DJ Pro as a more professional version. That's just a new name for Serato DJ. So before you had your free version, your demo version, and you had Serato DJ, now you have Serato DJ Lite and Serato DJ Pro. So nothing really changed, just a free version and a paid version. Um, but Serato DJ Pro is really the 2.0 version of Serato DJ. So they did add some new features. Uh, the interface looks a little bit different, a little cleaner. Um, and they changed a couple of things to make it more work friendly. Uh, most importantly, you now have your offline dual players. They call it practice mode. Uh, so let's just get into what's in there. So basically, they changed a couple of things that could be very interesting. First of all, when you unplug Serato, so if you were not connected to uh, official certified Serato device, like an SL or one of the mixers or a controller, if you unplugged, you only had that Serato offline mode where you had one player. So you could basically only play tracks. Now, in Serato DJ Pro, you have practice mode. That's what they call it. And now if you unplug, you actually have a fully functional two-player DJ software. So you now have the option that you had with a lot of other DJ software to actually prepare sets within the software. You can play tracks. You can try out mixes without connecting to some actual gear. So for some of you, that's going to be very exciting. Uh, I never really prepared my tracks in software like that but it is very good to have that option. If you're on a plane, if you're in a train, you wanna prepare some stuff, you wanna hear how a mix would actually sound, you now have that option. Uh, within practice mode, you can also use some of the other features that you're used to using during your mix, so that's pretty cool. I love the fact that the cue points are now uh, graphically a little bit different within the software, and they correspond a lot more with the way your performance pads on controllers or mixers like my S9 look. 
You also get 64-bit support and you, you can use bigger libraries. So for some of you that might be important, I was just talking about making my crates smaller, but with Serato DJ Pro, it can now take care of a lot bigger libraries with less CPU load. So if you want to have a lot of tracks in there, that's going to work a lot better with Serato DJ Pro. Now, if you want to check out all the new features, just go to the Serato website. Uh, they have a couple of videos online right now on YouTube that really highlight what's new in Serato DJ Lite and Serato DJ Pro. So if you're a Serato user, uh, make sure you check that out so you know exactly what you're getting with your new updated version of Serato DJ. Next up, I have a question about DJ gear, getting new DJ gear. And I have to say, I still receive a lot of questions from a lot of you asking for my advice. And a lot of times the question will be, I'm about to get a new controller. I can't choose between this one and that one. Which one is better? Which one should I get? So a lot of times it's going to be hard for me to answer questions like, should I get this controller or that controller without asking a lot more questions about the actual features you need, you want, your budget. That's going to be a long back and forth story. So um, I'm not going to get into that. But in this case, I feel it's important to talk about this question. So let's get into that question right now. Firstly, I'm a beginner, but I do have an above average understanding of music tech, etc. So I do not want a cheap plastic controller. I would love to use turntables, but I feel it would restrict my up-to-date library of music. Let me stop right there for a sec. Now, if you want to use turntables with your library, you can definitely do that same way I do by using turntables in DVS mode, meaning you use your turntables with control vinyl to control your DJ software. That way you can use your entire music library and just play the tracks, manipulate the tracks with the control vinyl on your turntable. You get the turntable feel, but you still have that entire library of yours to use. So keep that in mind because that might just change your whole opinion about what you want to pick. CDJs are cool too, but would want to start a little more casually concerning my budget. I understand. MIDI is just life to me, so I'm stuck between a few controllers in the mid-range. The Denon DJ MC4000, Roland 202, love the sequencing, Tractor MKS2, love the look and full software, and DDJ RB, love the look and full software. Which would you recommend in this price range or anything not included? All right, here's the thing. This just makes the story more difficult because you're talking about different controllers that all use different software. Serato DJ, Tractor, Rekordbox DJ. I cannot tell you all of them have their pros and cons. This is a personal thing. Now, all of these brands are good. All of those controllers work. They all have different things. Some have like sequencing. Others uh, might have other things that are appealing to you as well. I cannot answer that for you ever. So to anyone out there, if you're struggling between devices like this, you're just gonna have to try it out, especially with all the different software, you're gonna have to download these light versions, try it out, and um, you should be able to find out which one really uh, appeals to you the most. Now, when it comes to Tractor, I do wanna say one thing. My Tractor, Info has always been limited because I never played with Tractor. I tried a couple of times with some devices, it never worked. And I definitely learned if you're gonna use Tractor, it's best to use it with actual native instruments um, kit. But I do have a native instruments 
audio interface here right now and some vinyl. So I will be doing a lot more tractor testing and I'll be talking to Native Instruments soon as well to try and get some of their gear in here to give you a lot more info. So do a lot of testing and I wish you the best of luck, but you're gonna get a good controller with any of these anyway. Now that's it for episode 38 of Share the Knowledge. I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Like I said, I'm here every week on Anchor, SoundCloud, and iTunes, and you can check out some of the video clips on my YouTube channel. That's youtube.com slash djtlmtv. Now for all my info, check out djtlm.com, and for the podcast website, go to sharethenowledgepodcast.com. If you want to ask me a question, you know where to reach me, djtlmtv at djtlm.com or anywhere on social, the handle is at djtlm. Talk to you soon and share the knowledge. Peace.